Hi, y'all. This is your girl, Darnisha, and today is Motivational Monday. I want y'all to tune in for a segment on today called Yokes That Hold Us Back. Listen, y'all do not want to miss this, okay? This is going to be a segment for us to really, really think about a lot of the things that we're carrying on us that is holding us from really getting what God has for us. So, tune in, okay, for this segment on today. Today is Motivational Monday. Let's talk about it. Hi, listeners. Welcome back to Motivational Monday. I am so excited that y'all decided to join me on this uh, Motivational Monday. Listen, I miss y'all. I'm so very happy to be able to talk to y'all again. Um, uh, And I just miss y'all so much. So let's jump straight into it. Listen, as y'all heard in the intro... Today, I am talking about yokes that hold us back. Yes, yokes that hold us back. In the spirit world, we call them yokes, you know. Um, You know, spiritually, there are yokes. But, you know, everybody else likes to call it, what, karma, what, um, I got this bad habit, Um, it's this generational curse that's holding me back, you know. But, you know, spiritually, you know, according to the Bible, there are yokes. There are yokes that hold us, that are yokes, that hold us back. And a lot of times, speaking of generational curses, excuse me, but speaking of generational curses, a lot of the yokes that do hold us are are from um, our lineage, our family lineage. You know, they may not be from your mom, they may be from your dad, they may be from your auntie or your uncle. They are generational. Um, And a yoke is not just something that, um, it's holding you back even just in your body. A yoke could be um, not um, something that holds you back financially. A yoke could be, you know, even an attitude that you have that you didn't ask for, that you don't know where you got it from. It's a yoke that's holding you back. Um, it could be, you know, even a pain or a sickness in your body that you've never had before. And you're trying to figure out well, where did this come from? Or how did this come about? You know, that's a yoke. Um, even a yoke that could be holding you back financially where you don't know how to, you know, um, you don't know how to save money or you don't know how to put money away or you don't know how to prioritize your finances so that you can have money left over or be able to pay all of your financial obligations. That's a yoke, you know, a financial yoke where you're not smart with how you spend your money or you're not being wise with how you, um, are able to plan your your finances. So that could be a yoke. You know, we have different types of yokes that are on us. You know, it can be because you have a bad attitude and you don't know where it come from. And, you know, you may have, a, you know, a mean way about yourself or a mean spirit about yourself. And you don't know where you get it from. But because of the fact that it's a yoke that's on you, you have it. And a lot of times, like I said, some things are generational. Um, Or some things are brought on because of a relationship or because of a bad marriage that you was in, you know, and you were okay. And then, you know, whatever, um, you may have went through some scars and some pain in your marriage or relationship. And you thought you let it go and you thought you were over it, but you were carrying the pain still from the relationship or the marriage. So what you thought you let go of, you really did not let go of. And because of you not letting that 
um, hurt and that pain and that anger go, it is hindering you from really getting what God has for you because you have a yoke on you that really needs to be destroyed. And so, um, and speaking of yokes, and I'm even talking about myself, it's like, you know, like I, I've went through a lot of bad, and this is not to down, you know, my ex, this is not to down anybody, but this is just speaking my truth and what I've been through. I've been through some things, uh, you know, in my marriage, in my past marriage that, you know, a lot of things that, you know, when I was going through it, I really didn't have time to vent, honestly. And I know it sounds crazy because I didn't have time to vent. Like I was left with basically nothing. And I was basically, I guess you could say homeless, but I wasn't necessarily homeless, but I kind of was, but kind of wasn't. But uh, regardless, I had to move in with my sister and, you know, she um let me and my son stay with her, which at the time he was a little baby. I think he was like eight or nine months. I'm not I'm not necessarily sure, but he was a little baby, and so I had to move in with my sister. And you know, like even then, like I was getting people coming to me telling me what my ex was saying about me on social media. You know, people even from the same church, we went to the same church, but the people from the church were sending me that I went to, you know, they, are you okay? You know what I'm saying? People are hearing about it. They're seeing it. And the embarrassment that I was going through, the embarrassment that I felt with, you know, having everybody in my business uninvited. You know how it feels to have people that's uninvited in your business, in your business. Like, you ain't even invited in this. And you're all in my in my business. Like, come on. Like, you know, so... That's how I felt. And, you know, I had so many people in my business, but it wasn't because they wanted to. It was because that's what they saw, because that's what he did. And so, like I said, dealing with that every day and having it seem like pick up the pieces from where I left off and having to feel like I had to start all the way back over again, you know, with a brand, with a baby. Like, I have a, a brand new baby here. Like, you know, I just had my baby couple of months ago and I'm going through this and I'm already going through the stress of being a first time mom and my son wasn't out sleeping overnight and I was tired you know then I had to go and you know get a job and God blessed me with some jobs you know and it was hard because now he's not helping me and I'm saying this because I I want this to help somebody not but I'm saying this because you know I want this to help somebody not to down him you know so that's why I'm telling y'all this but I had to go and find a babysitter, and the babysitter, you know, could only watch him certain hours, and I had to get a night shift because I felt like it was easier. So I worked the overnight shift and hopes that when he's with the babysitter, he'll just be asleep. But then the babysitter had to quit because she had to go to school. And, you know, then I had to start taking her to my grandmother. So, you know, it was just a lot. It was just a lot. You know what I mean? That... I I dealt with at the time and even dealing with that it's like I remember you know going to sleep and I would say Lord I don't want to hear about nothing these people this man doing to me on social media I don't want nobody coming to me telling me nothing God I just want peace I just want peace when I wake up I just want peace and you know even though 
you know, God blessed me with jobs so quick that I didn't even have time to vent because it's like when you're going through something like a divorce or a breakup, sometimes you're, you don't have time to vent because you're thinking of your next move. You're like, okay, now I went through that. Now I have to get up. I have to go take care of my son. I have to get up. I have to, you know, go provide for him. I have to get up. I have to make money. I have to get up. I have to still move around. And a lot of times in our getting up, we're not allowed to properly vent. You know, we're not allowed to properly let out the emotions that we're harboring in. So, with me just getting up and going, I wasn't even, you know, I mean, I was hurting, but I wasn't just allowed to let go of everything that he did to me. And so, you know, a lot of times we pray about it once. (laughs) We, we, you know, we cry a little bit. We say, oh, I let it go. But sometimes the yokes that are on us from that previous marriage or relationship, it could still be on us years later and we don't know it. A lot of times we have yokes on us that we don't even know is there until, you know, a person says, oh, they're kind of unpleasant or, oh, they're not really pleasant to be around, you know, and then we're like, well, what is it about me that's not pleasant? Because a lot of times it's a yoke that's on you that sometimes we can't see because we've been in it for so long, we can't even see what it is that's holding us back, but God sees. And for years later, I'm thinking, okay, I let it go. I let the hurt go. I let the pain go. I prayed about it. It's over with. I'm done, you know, but it's a healing process. And, you know, I might have healed from it, but it left me with some scars. And one of the scars was, you know, I was a bit mean. And I feel like, okay, well, I didn't know. Like, I was, you know, but, you know, all of that was a product of me being in a marriage that I wasn't even supposed to be in in the first place. You know, so, so, you know, and, you know, not saying that everything was my fault, but just take the time saying it, you know, but because I wanted to move and I didn't really hear what God had to say and I moved on my own accord, I ended up, you know, in a man's like, you know, so make a long story short, um, years later, I'm still carrying some scars from that marriage <laughs> that I wasn't supposed to be in. We're going to talk about that at a later date, but you know, and so a lot of times I said, I like to say that sometimes you could pray about it and you could say over and over to people, you know, I'm done. I let them go. You might have let them go, but have you let the hurt go? Have you let the hurt go? Have you let the yoke go? You know, and the reason you know, and this is how you know if you let it go, is if you say to yourself, oh, I'll never want to be married again. <clears throat> oh, I'll never be in another relationship. Oh, I never trust another man. I never trust another woman. I'll never trust them again. Oh, I cheat on them before they cheat on me. Oh, I, I, you know, I don't care about men. I can't stand men. I can't stand women. That's how you know you haven't let that hurt go. Because if any time that you feel like that you have a problem or a, 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 or something against the opposite sex or you know that in your future you don't want to get married again or you're not going to trust anybody, you have not let it go. You let that person go, but you haven't let the hurt go. You haven't let that yoke go that you got being in that relationship or that situation. So that was me, y'all. I'm talking about me. Y'all know I talk about me because it's easy to talk about me because I'm me and I can talk about me. And, you know, hopefully some of y'all can relate and, you know, this helps some of y'all 
because I years later I had the yoke on me. And you know, I'm coming to a place now where I'm honest about it. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I really didn't let it go how I thought I did. Like I let him go, but I didn't let the hurt go. And part of letting the hurt go is if this person, and this may sound crazy, and I know this is crazy, but I didn't want to do it until then. I was stubborn. I was like, you know what? What am I asking for forgiveness for? You know, what What am I doing that for? You know, he hurt me. What am I asking for it for? But forgiveness is not for the other person. It's for you. And I didn't understand it, but I get it now. Like, I promise y'all, I just got this, like, last week. And I know it sounds great, but for real, it, it really dawned on me, you know, because when you realize that, you know, what is this, what are you gaining from holding on to that hurt? What is this person, what are you gaining from holding on to the world? What are you losing by holding on to this hurt? Uh, a lot. <laughs> you know, a lot. You know, because, you know, it's going to, hurt you more holding on than it is letting it go. So when I got to the place where I'm like, okay, I'm, I, I want them to forgive me. You know, I want him to forgive me. Not because I necessarily did anything wrong to him, but because I was holding on to some stuff that I should have let go of, you know, that he did to me. So forgiveness is not for them. It's for you. You know, and it'll make you feel so much better. Then it clear your heart and then it clear your mind and your conscience, you know. So forgive, ask them. And if they're still living or if they're still around you or if you're able to reach them, say, listen, I know we went through our stuff. And especially if y'all have a child together, you know, you have to have peace for the sake of that child. So say, listen, I don't, I know we went through our stuff and I know we went through what we went through and it hurt me and you did yada yada. You don't even have to bring it up. Say, you know, it don't matter. Say, do you forgive me for holding on to some stuff that I should have let go? Do you forgive me? And then, you know, whether they forgive you or not, you know, that's, you did what was right. And then you forgive them, whether they say sorry or not, you know, because it's about, not things not holding you up. It's about you letting go and getting delivered of a yoke that you're holding on to that's holding you up and that's holding you back. So even if they don't forgive you, uh, or even if they don't say sorry, you forgive them. You let that go regardless. Okay. So that you can get everything that God has for you because that's what I had to learn. Like, I'm like, okay, I didn't know I I had like a mean spirit on me. I, I really didn't know that people might have thought I was you know, a little rude. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. I didn't know, you know, but that's because I was holding on to a, a, a yoke. I didn't, I wasn't holding on on purpose, but it was a yoke on me that, you know, had came from, you know, a generational curse and that came from gener- like my dad. It came from him, my generations before me. And then I think it worsened with the marriage. So, you know, a lot of those yokes that we have on us, if it's not tend to, tended to properly or if it's not, if not delivered from it all the way, it'll get stronger and strong and it'll become a stronger yoke, you know, that you know will sometimes overpower us if we're not careful that spirit will and so i'm i'm just so thankful that 
that God had enough patience with me, y'all. <laughs> because y'all know, y'all be like, oh, I got to have patience with them. Yes, the same patience that God has with us, we have to have towards others. We have to have for other people. So, you know, I'm just so thankful that God has his grace and his mercy on us because I'm not perfect. None of us are. And a lot of times we hold on to stuff that we don't even know and we're hurting ourselves. And so I just thank God that I have the ability and the insight now and that I have the strength and I have the peace and what I need now to be able to let it go. So this is my word to you today. Let it go, okay? Let that hurt go. Let that anger go. And not just say, you know what? I'm letting it go. Let that yoke off of you go. Um, you know, let it go. And I'm so thankful to God that I'm able to let that go. So, y'all, that is me. Like, that is my testimony. And y'all know I love talking about, well, I don't necessarily love talking about me, but I love talking about me in relates to about a lot of stuff that I've been through because who else better to talk about than me? Like, I'm going to tell on myself. Like, I'm going to tell it, you know, and before anybody else tell it, I'll tell it. You know, let me tell it because can't nobody tell it like I tell it. So, let me tell what I've been through. And so, I'm so very, so very thankful um, that, you know, I can get everything that God has for me now because I let it go. I let it go. I finally let it go, you know, and I, I don't have that yoke anymore. And not saying that I'm perfect, but I'm working on it. I'm not working on being perfect, but I'm working on myself each and every day, you know, and I just thank God for it. So that's my word to you. You know, I don't want anything to hold y'all up, okay? I want everybody that's listening to me right now or that's going to listen to get everything that God has for you. God has so much in store for us. He has so much you know, I'm talking about blessings that, like, the stuff that we say we want, the amount of blessings that God can give you and will give you is going to exceed the amount of what you, it's going to exceed your expectations of what you have set for him to do for you. I'm telling you, you know, so it's vital. It's it's vital for us to listen to what God says, and it's vital for us to make sure our heart and our spirits are pure towards one another and pure towards the ones that did us wrong and pure towards the one we trying to get we trying to get back and, you know, we we just make sure that our actions are pure towards people, you know, even our family, even though sometimes there are family members that get on our nerves. There are family members that, you know, don't like us and we probably don't like them, but you know, we have to keep our actions and our motives pure because God is watching all of that. Okay. And all of that could be the reason or not that you get your blessing. Okay. So, and all things, keep it, like they say, keep it cute, keep it cute, <laughs> keep it pure, keep it holy, okay, do that. <laughs> and so, like, even, like I was saying before, even the yoke that's related to finances, y'all, you have to listen, listen, don't get me started, <laughs> don't get me started on the finances and not being able to save, oh my goodness, I have so much to say about that, y'all, I am... <clears throat> I don't even know if this is a word, but I am the most spendingest person <laughs> that you could ever come in contact with. I don't even know if spendingest is a word. Is that even a word? I don't know. Y'all help me out. Anyway, I don't even know if spendingest is a word. But anyway, if it is, that's my word. <laughs> I spend. And not on purpose, but I'm just the type that's like, 
oh, if I think about it, I need to get it. And sometimes, you know what I'm saying, the stuff I need to get, <laughs> you know, my finances ain't adding up <laughs> to it. So I'm like, wee, you know, <laughs> my finances ain't adding up to what I need to get. So I'm like, I right, let me calm down sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I can get that later because if I held out this long, I can keep holding. But you, know, <laughs> for real, y'all, for real, feel me on that. But no, nah, I'm telling y'all, it's like you know, I discovered that I had so much more power over myself financially when I learned how to save, when I learned how to spend, stop spending unnecessarily. Woo, y'all. Okay, that financial debt. That is a yoke, okay, that a lot of us have that we are trying to get out of, that we are trying to pay our way out of. I know a lot of us nowadays are trying to fix our credit, and we're trying to fix whatever we need to fix to get ahead in life because, you know, they didn't teach us about credit in school. You know, growing up, our parents didn't really teach us credit, you know, is good for you to have. Don't mess your credit up by doing this stupid stuff. We didn't really get taught that, you know. So growing up, we learning that, dang, credit plays a major part in a lot of stuff we do, <laughs> you know. So, you know, so now that we know better, we got to do better. And sometimes we have to start over and fix our credit, you know, and do what we need to do, which is cool. If that's what you got to do, ain't, nothing, ain't no shame in your game because I feel that. Fix that credit if that's what we have to do. But at the end of the day, you know, get rid of that financial burden. That financial yoke also is, oh, my goodness, that is something to do because, you know, we all have stuff that we're trying to do. But a lot of times we do stuff unnecessarily. And I know I talked a while back about going out to eat. I said I was going to stop that and, you know, and stuff. Lord help me. <laughs> Lord help me. <laughs> you know, on that. And, um, whew. So they're going out to eat. You know, I'm I'm working on it, y'all. Help me. I'm I'm definitely working on it. Uh, but you know, a lot of stuff that we don't we got food at home. We don't need to go out and eat all the time. Eat the food that's at home. Go make yourself some soup. You know, <laughs> with how much gas prices are going up now. Listen, it's gonna be a whole bunch of eating at home. Like, you know, it's that you know, eating out is super expensive. So eating at home is good. You know, and, you know, just not spending unnecessarily money. Making a budget calendar for yourself is amazing. That's that's good, you know, making a budget calendar for yourself. And not eating out as much. And, you know, even setting a budget, writing down all of your bills and everything you need to pay. Write it down on a sheet of paper and write how much you pay. Write how much you need to pay. You know, just setting a set schedule payment schedule for yourself and what you need to do is is worth it because I do it sometimes. I'm like, okay, I need to pay this off. Let me write that down so I won't forget. Because of how busy we are, we forget. And that's a lot of times will keep us um from being in a financial debt or having that financial burden because a lot of people have I mean and a lot of people don't understand how how deep finances are you know like i'm not gonna get that deep into it but it is you know because a lot of people have lost a lot being you know financially in debt you know a lot of people go to casino and i'm not trying to get on that but i feel need to talk about it so we're gonna talk about it but a lot of people go to casinos and they go and they gamble all their money away and i've heard of people jumping off of bridges because they lost it all you know, but because they had that yoke on them to where they felt the need to gamble all their money away, they lost all they lost everything they had. 
you know, they lost everything and they just couldn't live with losing everything. So they wanted to end it all, you know. And so that financial yoke is very, very serious also. Like, you know, it's that's why it's important to be able to know and learn and want to learn how to save our money and save our finances and, you know, put money up for a rainy day so that you won't have to be out without, you know, so that your life won't have to be out. Now, I know that even though we, you know, do the best we can, sometimes, you know, we are in the dark, you know, sometimes our lights get cut out. I understand it. I, I totally understand it, you know, so... That's that's not to say that things won't happen, but even in the event that anything does happen, we'll have money put up for a rainy day. You know, we'll have it put up for a rainy day, especially when you have children. Kids are ever going, they need everything. You know, always put money up to the side if you can, even if it's $50 out your paycheck. And why am I going to talk about finance like I'm a financial advisor? My goodness gracious, y'all getting it today. <laughs> even, if it's, even if it's your finances, put $40 up in your account in your savings, put $50 up in your savings, you know, and that'll help get rid of a lot of that financial burden and debt that we have on us, you know, so that we won't get deeper into debt and feel the need to want to end it or end our life because we feel like we've lost it all or we feel like we're not going to ever get no money or we feel like I ain't making enough money, you know, you know, so that ties into it also the financial part of it. Um, so I'm, I'm so, so very thankful that I'm learning myself and is going to continue to learn how to save money. And also the spiritual yoke, like so many different, uh, yokes that I can talk about, but the spiritual yoke, y'all, <laughs> you know, spiritual yokes can be brought on by so much, um, you know, and ugh, my goodness, so very much. And I won't get deep into it today cause I don't want to you know, be on here for three hours. Because <laughs> I know y'all yeah, probably going to be like, okay, I'm tuning out. She's on there forever. But <laughs> but yes, even the spiritual yoke. Listen, y'all, I'm telling y'all that. And I just basically just talked about that. Like, you know, it's, it's vital, y'all, for us to... Um, for us to keep ourselves pure and 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 a lot and y'all have to understand something that when I'm talking about getting delivered from these jokes that's holding us back, we cannot do it by ourselves. Do y'all like do y'all know that right? We cannot do this by ourselves. We cannot break the yoke by ourselves. You know, we cannot do that. The yoke that we have on us, because all of us have a yoke, or we may have had a yoke from once upon a time that we've had or have on us, we can't break it by ourselves. We're going to need help, okay? We need God to help us. We need Jesus to help us break this yoke, okay? This is something that's too big for us. You know, I just said, oh, that's too big for me to handle by myself. I need to call in some help. We need to call on Jesus, seriously. And I'm not being funny, seriously. Because a lot of stuff that we're dealing with as in a yoke, whether it's our attitude, whether it's a gambling or drinking, a, a, a sexual yoke or a pornography, whatever it is you're dealing with, homosexual, lesbianism, whatever it is that you're dealing with, it's too big for you to handle. You can't handle that by yourself. You need Jesus to help you break that yoke. And that's what he is known for. That's, uh, you know, he is the yoke destroyer, the yoke breaker. So let's depend on him to be that for us today, okay? I'm going to leave you with this 
with this scripture, and I love it so much. It comes from Matthew, Matthew 11 and 28. Verse 28 says, Come unto me. And Jesus is talking. Jesus says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take 29, verse 29, Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. Mm. Verse 30, For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Hallelujah. I love that. That's in Matthew 11 and 28. And when you have time, go back and finish reading that whole passage. Um, there was Jesus talking there. And I love that so much because he tells us to come unto him. You know, even those who are live, heavy in the spirit, heavy in the natural, come to him and he'll give you rest. So that means that if Jesus can give us rest, that he's who we need to be talking to. You know, that's the man in charge right there. So, you know, I'm so very thankful that and, and privileged that we can go to God about our problems and he'll hear us, he'll help us, and we can leave our yoke and our burden upon him because he can handle it all. And I'm so very thankful of that. Uh, you know, <laughs> and that, you know, when we take our yoke to him, when we take our yoke to him, and when we find rest in our weary souls, that, you know, that will be, that won't be a yoke that'll hold us back any longer. Okay, so thank y'all so much for tuning in to this segment. It's Motivational Monday, y'all, and I appreciate y'all for tuning in. God bless y'all and have a great rest of your week.